My name is Jill Coyle, and from years of experience as a divorce attorney, I know for a fact that no one dies from divorce. The experts and I are here to show you how to not only survive, but thrive during the most difficult times. Welcome to another episode of No One Dies from Divorce. This is our celebrity um, edition. I am very, very excited for my co-host, Kelly Baldwin. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. So Kelly is one of our newer attorneys that joined us at Coil Law. So this is her first experience doing a celebrity episode podcast for us. And we're really excited to have Kelly. Let me introduce you so you know who she is. So Kelly is a family law attorney who joined us in 2022. Kelly attended um, J. Reuben Clark Law School at Brigham Young University and graduated in 2017. During law school, Kelly had the opportunity to clerk for Justice Simonis on the Utah Supreme Court and work as a research assistant focusing on tribal law issues. After graduating, Kelly began practicing family law and general litigation. She focuses on securing efficient, effective, and satisfactory solutions for her clients and striving to ensure they feel informed at every stage of their legal matters. She was a natural to come to Coil Law. When not practicing law, Kelly stays busy with her two young sons and Golden Retriever. She loves to stay active by playing Ultimate Frisbee and Pickleball. She continues to stay involved in the community as an assistant coach for Brigham Young University Women's Ultimate Frisbee team. That's awesome. I actually didn't know that about you. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Well, welcome to the show and welcome, Kelly. We absolutely have adored you at Coil Law. We know and are really, really proud to have you part of our team. And we're excited to work with you for the next, hopefully, several years. So Kelly and I kind of went back and forth about what celebrity we wanted to do. And it came down that we decided Shakira was who we wanted to do. Because remember, her hips don't lie. (laughs) And what better way? Because if you know, um, during the summer of 2022, Shakira and her long-standing boyfriend, Gerard Piquet? Piquet. Piquet. He um, and her split up. And there has been a lot of scandal around this. And so we figured it would be an amazing episode for you to kind of hear all the juicy details about it. But also, it's a really interesting factor that we deal with a lot in um, family law. Yep. And what we deal with a lot is sometimes they're not married. And so the question is, well, what happens if they're not married, but they've had a long-term relationship? And so... Particularly when there's kids involved. Yes. you got to get something figured out. Exactly. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what a common law marriage could possibly look like. That means that you're not married, but maybe the court recognizes you as married. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about paternity, um, which is more going to be Shakira and Gerard's... um, issues right now, which is when you are not going to be recognized as a married couple, but you have kids involved and a custody order needs to come in play. Yep. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get started. Um, Shakira, she's amazing. I have been a fan of Shakira since I was younger. So well, she, she's my age, I believe. She are very, very close. 45, right? Yeah, she's a little bit older than me. And you didn't know this when you asked me on this podcast, but I have been a fan of Gerard Piquet's since 2010. I'm a huge Spanish national soccer team fan. Are you? Yeah. That's so cool. You yeah. and my husband actually get along very, very well. I actually didn't know really who Gerard was other than I knew she was dating him and had some kids. So by researching this, I kind of figured out who he was. So yeah. this is going to be great. We're going to yeah. be able to talk about 
that was one of the things that I thought was interesting, first of all, about this case is that um, everybody knows who Shakira yeah. is. She is one of the biggest Latin music stars of all time, but then she was able to transition to America and has had a huge career in America, winning Grammys. But I think she has, you know, triple the Latin Grammys that she does American Grammys. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes really hard to do in this profession. Like a lot of times they are very, very popular in Latin America, but do not are not well known in America because it's really hard for them to transition to English songs. Um, but she has done that. Um, you know, Ricky Martin has done that. There's yeah. been, you know, Enrique Iglesias. Um, so there's been a few that have really, and she's just like top of the, the art. Um, so one of the things I thought was interesting when I was researching about them is I wanted to know who was richer. Like, who had more money? Because soccer players make a lot of money, depending on who you are. And I knew he played for the Spanish national team. So I was like, okay, I want to know how much he's worth. So he's at Barcelona, and he's been there, like, for his, pretty much, most of his career. Um, And he's very popular there, um, even though he's getting a bit older. So now it's kind of coming into question a bit but um did you see that that there's actually question whether he's going to picked up be picked up for next season yeah he's like kind of on like a year-to-year contract or yeah and and one of the main like factors that they're citing in the news is that he's drawing all this like off-field attention right from the media and stuff and so that was one of the factors that they said barcelona was considering when you know figuring out his contract right um, but he is a defender. He's not a striker. So that naturally, I think, takes down his salary and his right. contract a bit. But um, so I don't think he's worth anywhere near. Well, Shakira's I looked worth. it up because I, and I was actually surprised. So Shakira is worth $300 million. I mm-hmm. mean, she is just like out of this world wealthy. And a lot of people would probably be surprised by that. But I'm telling you, she makes so much money being a Latin, you know, forefront star. Yeah. And then she makes money being you know, doing it in America as well. Um, she has a lot of songs that make it big worldwide, which is not very um, common. Um, so 300 million actually didn't surprise me, but I was surprised by Gerard's net worth that the um, internet is saying he's only worth 20 million. Which is interesting because he has like multi-million dollar contract with Barcelona. Well, we're going to get into a little bit of the gossip about what Shakira's trying to offer him, but um, to to get custody of their kids, but supposedly from the reports, he has a lot of debt, okay. like $2.5 million in debt. So, so maybe not the best spending habits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And that's, you know, that, that can happen. And, mm-hmm. and that's what, what I think is, was really going to go into play. So one of the things that was interesting that I researched was that, he he almost is like saying like he doesn't even mind if he doesn't get picked back up by the soccer team because he wants to show the courts that he has availability for his kids. Okay. So we're going to be talking about this, but it yeah. looks like that's going to be their major fight is they're fighting over their kids and what continent they are going to live on. I know. Could you imagine? It's like when we have parties that live in separate states, I feel like it's a mess enough. But yeah, could you imagine separate continents? Right. Well, it's it gets hard doing like some kind of custody arrangement if you live 50 miles apart. Yeah. But for them, so so Shakira was born in Colombia. Um, she has been living in Spain because that's where Gerard has been living. That's where their kids have been raised mm-hmm. are going to school. Um, but she wants to move to Miami 
where she has a house and the kids are very familiar with it. But let's get into some of this gossip because it's just interesting. Yeah. So they've been dating for over 12 years, living together, I guess. Um, and then, um, so Shakira is 45 and um, Gerard is 35. Which I always love that older woman. Yeah. Jive. She she does not look forty five at all. No, she doesn't. No. And she's really? like she's on um she's a judge on a reality show right now, Dance with Myself or something. Yeah. Which when I heard that title, I was like, that is so wrong. Yeah, I have not seen that yet. But <laughs> um Joe Jonas or, no, sorry, title. Nick Jonas is the other judge. Okay. And the only reason why I know a little bit about it is because I'm on TikTok, you yeah. know that, and I follow this guy called Ricky, um, Ricky, oh, what's Ricky's last name? He's this Utah guy who has become famous on TikTok for his dances, and he's okay. this, like, middle-aged white dude <laughs> who who actually got some rhythm. He's, like, going bald, but anyways, he just blew up on TikTok because he started doing these and he was on it and I remember and so I was like anyways I was like why would they name a show Dancing With Myself yeah do you know like the premise of the show is it not it's just like not dance so it literally takes people around like famous TikTok stars that have or Instagram stars that have become famous by dancing uh, and they literally like are in a box and they dance themselves just themselves to music and then they're judged by it. Okay. So that's why, yep. I mean, it's Checks literally out. dancing with myself, but yeah. it just sounds a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So anyway, she's doing really good. So she's been in America a lot recently taping these shows. Um, but so, so anyways, they started dating back in um, 2011. Um, they met headlines earlier that month after reports surfaced that Shakira caught um, the professional athlete having an affair and they didn't address these concerns. So when I started reading about this, it seemed like Gerard was the one who was cheating. Yeah. But like, yeah, and this is all rumored, right? right and so right. it's like nothing has been like confirmed or anything like that. But it seemed like, yeah, there was rumors circulating with Gerard and his cheating, which is, like I said, it goes back to his uh, work contract in question there. I know the board of Barcelona wasn't very happy about those right. rumors, but. But now, when you dive into more of what's going on, like, it seems like that might not be the case. Yeah. In fact, it might, it, it, it seems like, okay, we're, we've got a bombshell to drop. Let's, let's, I'll, I'll drop it in just a second. Um, but, so they, they have been dating and they ha- now have two children. Um, Milan is nine and Sasha is seven. So they actually had children early into their relationship, and they've been together. And it's interesting because um, Shakira said this in a magazine in 2014. She says, Gerard is with me because he wants to be with Shakira the person, not the celebrity. There's real love. There's no ulterior motives. And I'm with him because he's the most amazing man I've ever met. We want the same things. We like the same things. We hate the same things. I've never been with someone so passionate in my life. So in 2014, it seemed like things were going pretty well. Um, The other thing that we noticed is that they kept their relationship pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was, like, noticing as I was researching. Like, oh, like, they were pretty private people. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that helps if you don't live in America. 
Mm -hmm. Because we've been told this, that the paparazzi around the world is not as crazed as in America. But because of that, I mean, we really couldn't find a ton of stuff about their relationship or Mm -hmm. even pictures of them together. Yeah. Um, I love the picture of their kids, though, because their kids are so cute. Oh, yeah. Just like... Well, they're... Of course. Their parents are beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Gerard is not an ugly man. No. So their kids are adorable. And there's been pictures that have come out recently of him being sad. (laughs) And I'm like, he's going to be just fine. In fact, there's like already reports that he's had a girlfriend since they broke up. I mean, yeah. The whole thing is a little... Like some Swedish woman... Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She'll be fine, too. Yeah. Um, One of the things she said that they fight the most about is that she's never on time. She can never get ready and be on time. And he's always... That's, like, the one thing they fight about, which I can imagine. It's actually interesting in my relationship with my husband. I always feel like I'm waiting for him. Okay. And it drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm the punctual one also yeah. in our relationship, which probably is not My husband doesn't like, think that it's bad to be, like, five minutes late. And I'm like, I actually think it's annoying. Like, that's rude. Yeah, I just think it takes forever for yeah. him to get out of the house for some reason. It's the same. He's going to kill me when he hears this, but <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so this is the bombshell that I found today. <laughs> that breaking news is that um, Shakira has actually been in a secret relationship and having an affair with Spanish singer Alejandro Sanz for the past 15 years. That's crazy. That's crazy. That means that she's been seeing this dude and having this affair since before she met Gerard. (laughs) And the bombshell was that she, she wants to leave Spain and go to Miami with her children so that she can be with this Alejandro Sanz. Man. But it's like, how could she... That's the thing is, how could she start this, like, long-term relationship with PK if she already had, I don't know, some sort of connection, I guess, with Alejandro. But Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just... It, anyways, I, I we do a lot of talk. Um, we live in Utah, so I'm sure everybody's heard of the mom talk issues and swingers. And uh, for some reason, it's just something I've, we've dealt with in our career. We deal with people that think that they can have these open relationships. Um, and from our point of view, they never work because we're always, yeah. you know, divorcing them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I guess we never... See- have come across one that does work. We right. hear the success stories of exactly. open relationships. So if there are success stories out there, I'd love to hear about it. Because all yeah. I hear... So anyway, so uh, there was a, a report that the, the Gerard and Shakir had agreed to an open relationship and that... But it it, it just never seems to no. work. Yeah. So... Um, Especially like bringing kids into one. I don't oh, know. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um... And that's what and that's what the reports are saying that clearly they're seeing they're not seeing eye to eye on the affair and you know and therefore it was the demise of the relationship. <laughs> and just like you said it's it's put into que- you know um question his position with Barcelona because um of all the salacious gossip that's going on. Yeah, and going back to like some of the other scandal we were talking about is like I think I read a report where it was like Shakira's sister's like boyfriend was talking about how 
finances were kind of the down bringing of the relationship as well. And we were kind of talking about how maybe PK has been having some trouble with finances. And so yeah. I thought that was interesting too. Well, it sounds like, like I said, he has over $2.5 million in debt. I mean, that's crazy, especially if he's making, I mean, and because they're not married, I mean, she has no financial responsibility to take care of him. And so, um, and so if she's like refusing to give him money, you know, that could have been a problem as well. Yeah. And I think like, and we obviously have no idea kind of what Spanish courts, you know, do or what their law is, but you know, it's like interesting if she, like, let's say they were located here in Utah, you know, then you could look at maybe trying to establish that common law marriage to try to get to some of those like financial issues. But, you know, for the most part, it seems like all of their settlement has just been around figuring out kids, which could be a major factor in their specific negotiation of their, um, um, of their final custody arrangement, because, if he gets custody or 50-50 custody, he's going to get a whole lot of child support. Yep. I mean, I, it, Kelly Clarkson's paying, what, like $180,000 a month? I didn't know that. It's like crazy amount. And yeah. that could be the exact... And Kelly has custody of her kids. Oh, wow. Like, it's an insane amount of money. Yeah, it's funny because you know, like I normally hear about like pro ballers on the other end of child support, mm-hmm. but this time it's like... Well, and that's why kind of married, so to speak, up here. Yeah. And that's why it's interesting because they they're now like getting into this big litigation battle. So so they're in Spain. So um, Shakira hired. um, Well, what she said is international pop star Shakira is reportedly willing to pay a part of Barcelona defender and former partner Gerard debt of $2.5 million to keep custody of their kids. She is also ready to provide other benefits to the Spaniard in order to put an end to the custody battle. She is offered to pay 20% of his $2.5 million debt and is also willing to shoulder all the expenses for both their kids. Additionally, she would sponsor five first-class trips for the Barcelona Defender to visit their children each year at their Miami Beach house. The Columbia single will allow him to stay at the mansion and also have the kids for one month in the summer. Um, so let's talk about that. What, what's your thoughts on that, that kind of offer? Well, I think it's a really interesting settlement offer to come out of the gate with. Um, one thing that I think, and PK did not accept this offer, and I think one of the mistakes that uh, Shakira and her attorneys maybe made was coming with a, like offer focused around money Mm -hmm. issues when it's regarding the children. So if they, so if PK's interest is really having, you know, custody and, you know, his children with him, then an offer like this to help pay off his debt and take care of all of the financial issues with the children isn't going to appeal to him. Right. If his, like, if his real motivation is the children. And so, you know, It's like maybe sometimes you think that parents, you know, motivations are around, you know, support payments and stuff like that. But, you know, in my experience, more often than not, the parents desire to have more time with the children isn't really focused around that child support. Sometimes it is. But like I said, in my experience, more often than not, it's it's not. 
Well, my problem right out of the gate was that he, it was offered that he has to fly to Miami each of the time Mm -hmm. and that he then has to stay at her house. I know. Could you imagine, like, could you imagine breaking, like going through a divorce or breaking up with a long time, you know, spouse or I guess a boyfriend or girlfriend and then like having to go and stay in their house. It's like to be with your kids. Right. That would be so, like, I would never agree to that. Exactly. I would never want to stay in my ex's house. Right. My my first thought was, why doesn't Shakira offer to buy him a house in Miami? Yeah. Like, that would be way more, yeah. um, I think, of a offer than saying, oh, stay in my, my mansion so I can show you how rich I am and how not rich you are. So, so right out of the gate as an attorney, I was like, I don't like this offer for him at all. Yeah. Um, and it's like when when the children have such distinct like cultures from both parents, you can imagine like, oh yeah, the children you know don't come and like stay with you in Spain, right? And like experience like your culture and your family, like, and so that would also be very weird, right? Well, and I thought one month out of the summer too was really low. Mm-hmm. Like if they should and. So I was thinking at least half the summer, maybe eight weeks in the summer, and they should be going to Spain. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't you want to spend eight weeks in Spain in the summer versus Miami? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there was just a lot that I was like, oh, I don't like this. And it's not a surprise to me why Gerard would be like, no, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I would not accept that. Offer yeah, and Shakira, Shakira hired um, a very famous lawyer in Spain called Pilar Maine. Um, he has over 40 years of experience and has defended many public figures during that time. Um, he's also the vice president of the famous law and insurance firm Alter Mutua de los Abogados, which is lawyer in Spanish. <laughs> That's the, um, anyways, and but then Piquet, I mean, he lawyered up as well. He got yeah. Ramon Tamburero del Pino. He has had an office in Barcelona since 1974 and specializes in family law and has worked with other celebrities as well. So so they both lawyered up. They both got really good lawyers. So unfortunately, this is not going to, you know, probably end as peacefully as I know Shakira wants. I've seen a lot in my career, um, you know, these very, very different um money factors, you know, going to play. And I have seen people try to negotiate with money for their kids. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Sometimes like it works because the other person, that's what they want. But in this case, they've lived together for 12 years. Like Gerard has been part of these kids' lives. And even though he traveled with his soccer club, he was based out of Barcelona. So Gerard spent a majority of his time with these kids. Yeah, and I and I remember reading something in preparation for this where, like, Shakira did an interview, you know, early on when they first had um, their first son. It was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Gerard's a great father. He helps change diapers. He's very active and involved. And so that kind of, you know, is right out of Shakira's mouth that, you know, he was a very involved father who spent a lot of meaningful time with these children. Right. And... I think Shakira is going to have an issue as well. And we've seen this in other high-profile celebrity cases where Gerard's not an American citizen. At least I didn't see that. He's a Spanish-born national. And for him to become a U.S. citizen, he would have to denounce his Spanish citizenship, which is something he probably doesn't want to do. 
Um, you America doesn't rep- recognize dual citizenship. So we've seen this in the problem that immigration and visas for America are very, very hard to get for non-nationalized people. And, um, and so in these cases where you're talking about these kids that are American citizens, maybe I don't, I don't, I don't even know if Shakira is American citizen. I should have looked that up. But when you're talking about coming to America and having somebody having to come visit the kids in America, that is not a national, a U.S. national, it becomes problematic because Gerard will not be able to stay in America for long periods of time. Yep. And because of that, if he wanted to come and stay with the kids for six weeks, eight weeks, he might have a problem with America allowing him to do that. If he ever wants to move to America, he might not be able to do that because of his status. And so we've seen these judges in America at least show say that and therefore deny allowing the kids to be raised in America because it's easier for an American to go and visit these other countries. And so I think that that's going to be a problem for Shakira as well. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what, yeah, kind of the Spain courts decide to do with that. I think it would be hard for the Spain courts to say, oh, yeah, these are children that were living and raised in Barcelona. And, yeah, we'll just let this party, you know, take them across the ocean to America. Right. Yeah. Well, and that might be the other problem, too, because I don't know. I don't think Shakira is a U.S. citizen. And so that might be a problem as well for her to stay here permanently. Is she going to apply for a permanent green card? Is she going to apply for American citizenship, which he might not appreciate either? So there's a lot of issues with the immigration process of it as well. Yeah. And uh, something for, I don't know, Gerard to consider is like it's been happening a lot where these European soccer stars, you know, retire from their European clubs and then, you know, start playing in the MLS. So something that he could look into if, you know, his kids do end up here in America. And that would make money. And that would be very exciting yeah. for the American, MLS. So. American football clubs will play, pay a lot of money for these, you these, know. These Euro stars. Yeah. I mean, look at Beckham. Yeah. Like, he got paid in... in just a crazy amount of money to come play for the LA Galaxy when his career was pretty much done. Yeah, exactly. It was literally just a PR piece yep. to try to get more Europeans to, or you know, more non-Americans to come play in the American leagues, mm-hmm. which we all know we're behind the, the yeah. eight ball in that. Like, yeah. It's you know, so um, so let's so let's talk a little bit. Let's just talk a little bit about the difference between common law and paternity. Um, so common law is um, when, again, you've been living um, together and you've been holding yourself out as a married couple, but you maybe have not gone through the actual process of getting married. Okay. And there could be a lot of reasons for that. Sometimes people just don't want to do that or they want to save themselves from creditors. So they don't want to marry each other. You know, that one has filed bankruptcy and so they don't want to, you know, deal with that. Um, but in Utah, and we're going to talk specifically because me and Kelly are licensed in Utah, you can actually ask the court to recognize this common law relationship as a marriage. Um, but you have it, you know, it's not easy to do and you have to prove certain things. Um, so in Utah, you need to prove these things, Kelly, why don't you go ahead and. Okay. So you need to prove that you're like legally capable of entering into the marriage, um, so that you're 
So basically that means that you're like not already married and haven't like gone, just haven't gone through a divorce and that's why you're not like actually getting married. Yeah. So like in Utah, you can't get married to two people. Polygamy. I know joke because you think Utah it's legal. It's not. So you, if you're legally married and you're in another relationship, you're not then allowed to get married. So it's not. You're not able to consent to it. Yeah. So then the court wouldn't find the common law marriage mm-hmm. in that case. The other thing is, is in Utah, you have to be 18 years or older now mm-hmm. to actually get married, um, which that law just changed, I don't know, a year ago. It used to be that you can get married under 18 if your parents if, gave you with consent. With parental consent. Yeah. And I now, actually didn't know that changed. And now you can't without a judge agreeing, no. allowing it. It's probably for the best. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. And that, okay. So then, so you have to legally be capable of actually being in the marriage. You, um, have cohabitated. So you've lived together. Um, so you mutually assume marital rights, duties, and obligations, which I think what this means is that you really kind of, uh, commingle your finances together. You know, you take care of bills together. Maybe you've purchased a house together. Um, you've held yourself um, out as married and acquired a uniform and general reputation as being husband and wife. So like the people around you, your neighbors, um, you know, mutual friends just kind of assume that you're married because they wouldn't assume otherwise. Um, and then the determination or establishment of marriage shall occur during the relationship described above within one year following the termination of that relationship. That's really important in Utah because if you don't make an action to say we have a common law marriage within one year of breaking up, you lose the ability to come forward to the court and ask for it. So that's a really important one. One of the things we see in common law um, relationships a lot is people file taxes jointly. Oh, yeah. And they're not married. Technically, they're not supposed to. But that's another thing that you could show. Um, if you're on each other's health insurance, if you're on each other's wills, um, those are all things that could really show and hold yourself out to the community that you're married. Um, wearing a ring is a big deal, too. So if you wear a ring, then you're obviously... Um, like holding least, yourself out. A culturally showing yeah. to the world that you're married. Yeah. Um, so in this case, Shakira and Gerard's position, we have not heard anything about them going after common law, him asking for any kind of money, alimony or anything like that. So I don't think that that's going to be an issue. I thought it was interesting. I could not even find, um, a lot of times these celebrities, well, first of all, I, marriage is still a very American tradition in America. It is something that is just like marriage is like a, it, it, it's just culturally something we do here. The rest of the world doesn't th- look at it that much. Um, because of that, especially Utah, like we have not even come up with cohabitation laws, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, so say you live together, but then you um, don't have kids. There's no action really in Utah that you can file to protect yourself. Like, so if you buy a house together, I mean, you're going to real estate law. Like you're like, it's really difficult. So, but the rest of the world is like, that's like more common, I would think, than marriage now. So just living together, having cohabitation laws that really, really um, determine that. And I think that that's what Spain is going, is dealing with is, is these cohabitation. But, but the one thing that we do know in Utah, especially is if you get, if you have a relationship, if you have kids together, you can file what's called paternity. Yep. 
So what's paternity? So um, paternity, yeah, it's basically, I describe it to my clients as like a divorce, but only for like figuring out child issues, right? Um, And so you don't really figure out a lot of the, um, you know, property and other support issues that come into it, unless of course you are in a long-term relationship and you do have those property, you know, those big property items like a house or, you know, maybe a vehicle that you're both on that you do have to end up figuring out, then we'll kind of throw that in there. But, um, and technically you're not supposed to, yeah, of course, technically not supposed to have jurisdiction over your house or your car. Um, but a lot of times we do it because we're out because we have to do it because we have to figure it out. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, and technically the courts aren't supposed to make an order on it because they're supposed to not have jurisdiction over it. But again, a lot of times we agree to deal with it because if not, yeah. you're filing a separate real estate transaction. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's why I'm saying like, we need to legislate for cohabitation um, laws in Utah. Our paternity laws are so out of date as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. More often than not though, when, when people come at least to me with uh, paternity issues, um, I don't find like a lot of the, like, like houses together, kind of other, um, you know, bigger property items that they haven't already figured out themselves at least. Yeah. yeah. So, and paternity, um, so in Utah, a lot of people are like, well, what, how do you establish paternity? Um, this is where Utah's a little bit backwards. So our paternity laws were made back in the sixties when, um, our legislation did not want to bastardize children, which means that they did not want children to be born without the responsibility of a father. But what they wanted to do is the father had to come to court basically and adjudicate themselves the father. So, um, I think in the 1980s is when we finally got this declaration of paternity that you can now sign in the hospital that a dad will sign and they can go onto the birth certificate. And that declaration of paternity can get you on the hook for child support. Um, but what most people don't know, and the hospital is not going to tell you this, is that's all that gets you. Is if you sign the declaration mm-hmm. of paternity, it means that you get on the birth certificate and you can be on the hook for child support. Um, it gives you no legal right to your child. Um, and what the court is requiring you to do is um, go forward and file a paternity action in the court so that they can adjudicate you the father, which means that they say you are the father um, and that they can then give custody and legal, you know, legal and physical custody orders determining this child. But if you don't do that, they basically are punishing the man because um, the paternity statute basically states that you do not have um, legal or physical right to your child until that is established, Um, even if you've signed the Declaration of Paternity. So, um, you know, I encourage everybody in Utah, um, if you are having a child outside of um, and not married, you should hire a lawyer um, and go through the paternity process to ensure that your rights are protected. Yeah, I've talked to clients about that before who are maybe still in a relationship but are concerned about their kind of parental status, you know, fathers. And, um, yeah, I've talked to them. It's like, well, it's probably good just to get the action started in court, even though, you know, you may still be together or, you know, you're not together, but the mother is still, like, very making the child very available and stuff. It's, It's probably better to get it 
in the court and get in, you know, an order establishing paternity sooner rather than later, even if things are going well right now. Right. And honestly, you could just do a petition for paternity and just adjudicate yourself the father and have no custody arrangements because you guys are living together. But that would at least have the action started so that if you end up do breaking up, it's very easy to go in and ask for temporary orders for you to make sure that your rights are protected. And, um, and, and this is gender bias. Yep. This is men. Like, sorry, um, in, in same-sex um, marriages or relationships, it's very different. So we're not talking really about this. This is going to be heterosexual relationships where you have a child outside of wedlock. Um, and that's what it seems what Shakira and Gerard are doing is kind of a paternity action because all we've really heard about is custody. Is custody kids. issues, yep. But... Then it goes to kind of the level of the settlement that Shakira offered just a few weeks ago, um, where now she's offering kind of a monetized money settlement that you're wondering if he's going to maybe expect a little bit more. And I don't know Spain's laws. I don't know if they recognize common law. I'm going to guess Spain is going to have some kind of cohabitation thing going on because, again, I don't. Europe is more on the trend of not getting married than married. This is very common. Canada, it's very, very common where you just live together, but you never get married. Yeah. I have a Canadian, um, he's dating my niece and I'm always like, when are you guys going to get married? And he laughs because his parents never got married. It's just, it's just not a thing in their culture. And, um, I'm like, well, what happens if you have kids? Anyways, it's just, it's just, again, it's ingrained in the American culture that marriage is the way to go. It's not necessarily the way, but. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens with this. I, as a a lawyer, um, and looking at the facts, the limited facts that we know, I think Shakira is going to have a really hard time bringing those kids to America. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would assume as well. Those kids have been raised in Spain. Their Mm -hmm. dad lives there, and I think a Spanish judge is going to want to support a relationship with both parents. And if he lets those kids move to Miami, Gerard automatically gets a decrease in being able to have a very meaningful, close relationship. And from everything we've seen, it looks like Gerard has a really close relationship with those yep. kids. Yeah, I just think her first settlement offer is is definitely shooting for the moon. They're like considering like, oh, yeah, let me take the kids to a completely different continent and then you come and visit us. Yeah. Like. And I'll give you $250,000. Yeah. Of your debt. I thought that was low, too. Yeah. When she's worth $300 million, I was like, you got to get better I know. That. It's like not only is she trying to like use money to figure out a, like. A settlement for the right. children, it's also kind of like a low ball. But. Right. And the reason why we actually know the settlement offer is because it was filed with the court. So that's, we do know that this is actually factual and we were able yeah, to. Yeah, like, which is so that. interesting. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having to do that here. I know. <laughs> Usually settlement offers are, you know, private. Yeah. And you can't use them in future negotiations. Nope. So, um, I, again, it will be interesting um, to see how this plays out and. At the end of the day, do you think that they are going to be able to kind of wipe their tears and stop being butthurt and come to an agreement? Um, You know, I would hope so, you know, just for the children's sake. Like, it's always best if parents settle um, and on, like, very, like, mutual terms for the children. It's way better, I think, for the children than drawing out all the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we hope in most of our cases is that the parents are able to kind of work it out. 
Yeah. But Even if you can't with property issues, it's best, yeah, to be on kind of mutual grounds with the kids. Right. And I'm I'm team support continuous frequent contact with both parents. If there's both parents that are fairly good parents, um, I always remember, like, I tell people all the time, like, you can be a crappy husband or wife, but a really good father or mother. And so you always have to separate those two. Like, yeah. don't. Don't let your personal hatred towards your ex um, cloud the fact that you know that they're a good dad or they're a good mom. And therefore, you, we should want to be encouraging the relationship with the kids to continue. Yep. And that's what I hope here. And I think Shakira is going to have a hard time, especially with the rumors yep. that she's wanting to move to Miami because of this because relationship of the, that she's had for the last 15 years. Because of this other side relationship that's becoming main relationship, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, too. When the dust, you know, when the legal dust tends to settle, then, like, you know, people tend to move on. And right. then you see what's really going on. Yeah, but unless you're Brandon else. Blackstock, who divorces um, Kelly Clarkson, and he just seems to not want to move on. <laughs> Boy, well, when you're getting paid on. that much each month, then why move on? I know. He got so much money. Yeah. It was just insane. Yeah. So she has custody of the kids. <laughs> and he's pay- she's paying him so much month- money a month in child support. It's nuts. So anyways, well, Kelly, this was fun. Shakira, Gerard, two beautiful people that have yeah. paid two beautiful sons. So cute, cute kids. kids. Yeah. We hope you are able to work it out and, um, you know, remember to not let your attorneys sway you in doing what you know is best for your kids. Yeah. So that's another episode of No One Dies From Divorce Celebrity Edition. This was so much fun. If you have celebrities that you want all the deets and the gossip on, make sure you DM us or email us at Jill. No, excuse me, community at JillCoyle.com and we can surely do an episode for you. Thanks, Kelly, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow, and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at community at jillcoil.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice. For listening to this episode, if you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow, and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at community at jillcoil.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.